Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my friend. Thank you very much for being here and for listening. A quick note, shows can also be heard anytime at podcast.jcax221blog.com. That's podcast.jcax221blog.com. All right, let's get started. I'm a little nervous again for some reason. I am recording on uh, the GarageBand, which earlier I was recording on uh, QuickTime and editing my podcast via the iMovie. And, uh, but now I am recording on the GarageBand. I'm still using my uh, headset from the iPhone. And, uh, but later this week, we'll be able to use a microphone. And uh, we'll just go from here and get started. So this is episode number seven and is titled, Who Then is Faithful and Wise Servant? That's Matthew 24, 45, and 46. January 13, 2019, Sunday. Isn't that amazing? 2019. 2019. That, it's like one of those years that took forever to get here for some reason. I don't know why, but 2018 was a rough year for me. Uh, mainly because I smashed my leg up pretty good. But uh, I'm still here, and today is Sunday. Let me read Matthew 24:45 from the King James Version. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. This passage of today's schoolwork, oh, let me just interject, this is about a 1,700-word discourse. So uh, it's, it, I think it's a few words above it or maybe a few words below it, but somewhere in that neighborhood. And that seems to be about the length that I've been writing these discourses for the podcast and for my blog. So uh, anyway, so this passage of today's schoolwork was from Matthew 23, verse 2 to Matthew 24, 48. This entire section of Scripture was very heavy. You know, I forget sometimes exactly where I am in reading the Bible. So today's reading took me by surprise. <laughs> Fancy that, right? Um, I had forgotten that this part of the Scripture is the last days of Jesus' ministry on earth. And thus he was speaking from some very... Um, so he was speaking some, uh, let me say, very heavy doomsday type preaching and teaching. I said the word doomsday because Jesus is speaking about the last days. These are the last days that we are living in, but Jesus is also referring to a later book that will be written years down the road by the Apostle John called The Revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the last book in the Bible. Did you know that uh, some Bible societies around the world are working to get rid of that book, the book of Revelation? Yeah, you're going to see it soon here. And there are some books, Bibles, already out that do not have the revelation of Jesus Christ. They feel that that's not part of God's Word, so they're deleting it. That's just letting you know that these modern versions are not what you think they are. 
But uh, when you take out the word, take out the book, the revelation of Jesus Christ, you should read what it says in the very end of it. It says, no one shall add to or take away. So anyways, just uh, some food for thought there, folks. So anyways, yes, I know that Jesus is talking about the hypocrites, the scribes, and the Pharisees. However, Jesus is also talking or teaching his disciples about the end of this season, you know, the one we're living in. Actually, if you're able, you might want to just go get your Bible and stop the reading or and the podcast right here and read the passage because you'll probably get more out of it. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to tend to ramble a little bit too much in this podcast. I already know it. I can feel it. And I've already read what I wrote. And it's... Uh, kind of a jumbled mess, actually. And I, but I don't know what to do. I, I just have to keep going. You know, that's the motto for 2019 is uh, keep moving. No worry. And uh, so I just got to keep moving, and I'll learn as I go along, okay? So this passage, it's Matthew 23, verse 2, all the way to Matthew 24, 48. That's the part that's in our school curriculum for today. I know that this is not an exact reading from beginning to end of a story, but those are the verses as a part of our school curriculum. So what I'm going to do now is just skip right into today's verses and let's read them again. Matthew 24, 45 and 46. Verse 45 says, Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whose Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Remember, to get the full context by reading the verses above and the verses below these, okay? That's how you get the full idea. You just can't take out one or two verses and make a whole doctrine on one or two verses. You need to get the whole... Uh, the whole story, the whole picture, the whole context of what that little verse or two verses are in. So please let please know that I'm not trying to build something around one or two verses each day that I'm doing these uh, podcasts. Uh, but I'm encouraging you to read the entire Word of God, not just one or two verses. But the but uh, this is the verses I wrote on today. So tomorrow I'll write out another verse. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the question is supposing is, Jesus is supposing is, who then is a faithful and wise servant? The word faithful is a good description of a Christian that is filled to overflowing with faith. Also, this is a good description of a believer who is consistent and stays solid in their walk with the Lord. Faithful. The best way to understand any word in the King James Version is to go to the scripture that the word that you want to know is first written. For example, faithful has 78 verses in the search that I just did. In another search I did with a more complete list comes with 107 verses, 107 verses. Now it's not necessary to read all these verses to understand the meaning. Nor is it necessary to go get a dictionary or a Bible lexicon or a Greek Bible or anything like that. Just simply go to the very first usage of that word. 
For example, faithful is first in Numbers chapter 12, verse 7. That's the first time in the entire Bible that faithful, the word faithful, was used, okay? I'll read you the verse. It says, My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. Wow. So Moses was faithful in all mine house. When you find the first usage, look at the verses just above, look at the verses just below, and look at the words inside the verse that you find the word that you're looking for. In this context, the word definition should be explained. Now, sometimes you have to go a distance to get the whole definition. And sometimes you have to read the next verse in line that has that word you're looking for. For example, the next verse with faithful in it is Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. And I'll read it for you. Now, therefore, that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So here you can read the definition. Keepeth covenant and mercy, keep commandments. And this is what Moses was known for by the Lord. Moses kept with the covenant and with mercy and all of God's commandments. Thus, he was faithful. Anyways, that is not the best way to explain how to find definitions of God's Word. I'm not doing a, I'm not really doing a very good job here. In another discourse, I'll attempt to do a much better job, okay? Thank you. <laughs> also, uh, this, this uh, actually only works in the King James. The modern Alexandrian verses mix up God's Word, making it difficult to nearly impossible to comprehend the words of God. Is just something unique with the King James Version. And not just the King James, but the verse, the Bible's prior to the King James. I mean, all the, those verses, all those Bibles, you know, the Geneva and the Coven, uh, Coverdale and the Great Bible and Tyndale's work. And it's, it's the same all the way through. It, it just all started changing after the King James, which was the revised version. See, it went from the authorized version, the King James, to the revised version. At that point, 1881, Everything started changing, and it's still changing as of 2019. And that was another rabbit trail. So let's come on back. I've been going on for such a long time about definitions and these rabbit trails that I get too far off from our verse. So let's get back to it. And let's reread the verses again. Matthew 24:45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom is the Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. In verse 46, Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. I'm going to just make a quick point here that's not written in my discourse. When you read the King James, the best way to do it, I have found, is you read maybe two or three words and take a breath, Two or three words take a breath. Three or four words take a breath. And it's kind of like a poetry where you just read a short little few, ver few words at a time. And when you do that, it tends to make more sense because of the way the King James was written. It's written from Hebrew and Greek, and it's not a convenient translation. It's more, a, it's more of a legal translation. 
And uh, so when you read the King James, just read two or three words at a time. Don't read it like today's modern Bibles where you just read a whole two, whole paragraph and not, um, you know, I hope you get what I'm trying to say. I'm not doing a very good job today. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm just going to keep on moving, man. Keep on moving and no worry. Amen. <laughs> All right. The idea of being a wise servant is a servant who listens to the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is understanding, and understanding points to wisdom. The Scripture says when you get wisdom, get understanding. Here's just one verse in a reference to this. It's Proverbs 4, verse 5. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. There are, there are dozens of verses that talk about wisdom and understanding. It takes you know, quite a lot of study to grasp the depth of these two words, wisdom and understanding, as in the Holy Bible. Needless to say, the servant that is here in our verse is filled with wisdom and understanding. You can see the results of the faithfulness in the servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household. Now that's a big deal. You know, successful people don't pick bums to rule their household or their businesses or their going-ons in their life. Great people know how to pick the right people for the right job. Oh, man. I, I wrote, let me say what I wrote here. This is stupid for me to talk about this verse like this. You see, the world's teaching will get into all kinds of areas, and this is why I'm not going to delete this part from the podcast and from my discourse. You'll be able to read it, too, if you go over to my, my website. Oh, well, let's keep going on. Listen, when we study God's Word, only study exactly that, God's Word. Study the Word with the Word. All the scriptures are linked together by the author, Jesus Christ. He is the Word of God. The example given for the servant was to give them meat in due season. The word is give, not sell. The word is meat, not milk. The time is due season. Knowing the times is good to help me people. In, oh, not good. Back up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Knowing the times is key to helping, helping the people, the most people. Sometimes we have to give and sometimes we give and people don't receive because it's wrong season. Man, I apologize for me stumbling around. Um, anyways, just keep going, right? <laughs> Thank you. The biggest tale, T-A-L-E, of this servant to me is that the servant was working when his Lord returned. I remember when I was a kid and when my parents left, I would go play instead of go to work like they told me to go do. You know, go... Um, I got into more trouble than I can tell you in all my kid years. I just couldn't seem to work when my parents left the house. I don't know why this was so hard for me to learn, but it was. Then one day, when I was about, about 11 years old, I got a job working at a print shop. Print. Printing, you know, a printer shop, print shop. On Saturdays, I worked. In the morning, Mr. Skinner would, that was the man's name, Ed Skinner, Mr. Skinner would give me a list of things he wanted done. Now, he's the owner of this print shop. 
Okay, so Mr. Skinner would give me a list of things he wanted done. Then he would leave for the day and not return until the end of the day, or sometimes not at all. I never knew when he was going to come back, if he did come back. Well, you know me, I had not learned to work when the boss leaves. So I would goof off, and play around, and, and not get anything done, and, and not do anything he listed for me to do. Then one day, Mr. Ed Skinner returns early. He found me playing. Boy, that was the worst day, and the day I still remember, even at 65 years old. That was the last day of my life that I played when the boss would leave. From that day until today, I work harder when the boss leaves than when he's around. Because of this, I've been given total freedom in all my jobs to work unattended. And by the way, I worked at Washoe Valley Printing for three years three more years. <laughs> I've always have had freedom to do whatever I wanted to do. I suppose that is why I'm working right now. I'm retired. After a little while in my retirement, I figured out how to work without a job or a boss. And as of several months ago, I've been working you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. My boss is Jesus Christ. And just because I can't see him does not mean I can't I can play. I hope you get that. In fact, let me just say it again. My boss is Jesus Christ. Just because I can't see him does not mean I can go play. That's a big one. That, for some reason, as I just read that, it just really jumped out at me off my, off my computer screen here. My boss is Jesus Christ. Just because I can't see him does not mean I can play. Wow, that's a big one. How many Christians are, going, are playing right now? They're playing in sin. They're playing in the bars. They're playing, in, they're playing with all kinds of sin and evilness because the boss is away. Wow. Uh, you know, I've heard people say, well, I don't need to receive Jesus now because I'm only 20 years old or I'm only 30 years old or I'm only 40 or 50 or 60 or 70. <laughs> whatever they say. Uh, I'll receive Jesus just before I die. I'm going to play till I, just, just before I die, and then I'll receive Jesus as my Savior. And I've heard, and I've been doing this a very long time, and I have heard just about every excuse in the world. And You know, back when I was 11 years old, when I learned not to play when the boss leaves, that is when, uh, that I've, I've put that into every aspect of my life every aspect, and it's just so important. I just praise God that I learned it. So my boss is Jesus Christ. Just because I can't see him does not mean I can play. Oh, man, that's a good one. Anyways, I will faithfully work with wisdom and understanding and knowledge the work I must do in due season. Meet will be preached throughout the remaining years of my life. Generally speaking, I'm in the current process of building an entire new career in preaching and ministering the gospel, also in building God a church here in Boulder, Colorado, and beyond. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
you know, I realized that uh, was a rather long story, but it's an important story. How many do you know that can't work on their own? You know, who, you know, they need someone to tell them what to do. They need help in what they do. They can't seem to figure things out on their own. Well, these verses for today, you know, they might be an answer for them. I don't know. You know, if, if you know somebody like that, share these verses with them. So let's reread these verses. <laughs> Matthew 24, 45 and 46 out of the King James Version says, Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. God bless you, my friend. May you be a faithful and wise servant whom when his boss has left, continues the work until the boss returns. Remember, the boss is returning. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day. <laughs>